in a world where our friends call us not us united and our enemies call us midnight rain two dudes must learn to podcast as the fremen do in order to survive the desert planet of endless content we don't care how many enemies we have they'll never be prepared for us not us united Is that how you feel right now? Yeah. yeah. No, dude, you you and me are definitely, yeah, Zook and uh, whatever, Channing what Tatum. Tatum? I'm definitely Channing Tatum. Cool. Oh, Schmidt and, ah, why can't I think Zook of it? And Schmidt is a... Uh, new Girl. No. Oh. I, well, yeah, it is a new girl, but it, that's uh, that's Jonah Hill's last name in 21 Jump Street. So it's Zook Schmidt? No, Zook is a... Uh, Kurt Russell's son in oh. it or whatever the I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, well, the football player, uh huh, in the in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street, because Channing Tatum is on the football team, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy who ends up being like the fake Captain America mm-hmm. in the in the new fake yeah. Captain America, but who is the real Captain America? Who's the real TV Captain show? Yeah. TV show. Um, they team up for a bit. Got it. Anyway, cool. This is friendship, you know, man. That's <coughs> Dude, what this friendship is. just to taking it to the next level. Yeah, you know? that's what every, I think. I feel like every podcast episode we do, we just take friendship to the next level. What is a Stranger Things? Because our friendship goes to eleven. <laughs> that's good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've uh, just stumbled upon us. <laughs> Here oh, we are. Hello, welcome hello. to our basement. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to our basement. <laughs> Well, we're in a basement right now. It's not ours, but anyway. Yeah, but okay. Um, well, fine. No, I'm just kidding. We, my we, basement we, is. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a fun one tonight. A fun one is, yeah, it's going to be fun because we actually have a differing opinion, unless you've changed we'll your see. mind in the past week. I just want you to stay on your toes. You don't know what's coming. I think I'm always on my toes. That's true. That's. I feel like every episode, my toes are always on. That's what makes us awkward. Because I'm sitting and you're on your toes, and it's like <laughs> and, and we're weird in my to like look up at you. Yeah. The whole podcast. <laughs> you got to assert dominance, Nick. My opinion is always. And on that its toes. is, I mean, that's that's the first adjective I would use to describe <laughs> Michael. Is just dominant. Dominant. Yeah. I walk into a room and they're like, "Wow, that guy has a dominating presence." Wow. And I didn't yeah. just sneak into the background and hide in a corner. <laughs> Eating yeah. a bag of chips. That's that's not me at a party. Nope. Yep. Yep. Amen. Well, we're going to be reviewing the newest Marvel movie. Yes. The newest movie directed by James Gunn and the newest Guardians of the Galaxy movie. All three. All three. All three can be true. And all three can be happening with the number three Guardians of the Galaxy, the third one. The it's, third one. It's the three. Volume three. Volume three is the correct title of the name. Yes. Yep. This time... There is no Walkman, because mm. we got a Microsoft Zune, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can get into the song selection. We should. Opening up yeah. different genres, but um, yeah, do we, where we, where do we want to start here? We'll start with some, some non-spoilery. <laughs> yes. Me. I'm just so, just like I, I got gas because <clears throat> I just got so much gas to yeah. throw out on this episode with this. Uh, <laughs> Dude, just super hot fire. Here it comes. Um... Yeah, so this one is the longest gap between sequels wow. of MCU history. Okay. Uh, at six years. Wow. Uh, between Volume 2 and Volume 3. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of interesting. I don't know how much that changed the story. Um, there was a lot of things that happened behind the scenes that yeah. caused this. Because this was supposed to be released in like... I feel like it was almost like in place of No Way Home, almost. Yeah. Where it was like supposed to be pretty, or not No Way Home, Far From Home. Like, I thought it was supposed to be pretty soon after uh, uh, Endgame. Um, but if you recall, Marvel fired James Gunn mm-hmm. for a period of time. And yeah. then, like, within, like, six months, it felt like they, they brought like, him back. Sorry. And, but in that in amount of time. one Suicide Squad filming time, they brought him back. Yeah. The Suicide Squad got all... Um, filmed and whatnot and <laughs> that basically was his job resume for taking over dc, DC i guess because yeah. he made a good dc movie like you made one good one okay you're in charge okay now. you're now yeah um 
so yeah, we're kind of in an interesting spot. I don't know how much that would have changed the story. I'd be curious. I feel like James Gunn kind of gets to do whatever he wants in yeah, the Marvel side of things. Sure. So um, my guess is it didn't change much. But I always speculated that <coughs> maybe Thor was supposed to be part of it. But I feel like James yeah, Gunn like said for sure that he was never written into the story. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There's all sorts who knows of weird. If that's like even true, because yeah, I mean for the brief spoilers for Thor: Love and Thunder, just the first like ten minutes, it's mm-hmm. like they're there, but they're not really there. The Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, they just kind of like. And those Guardians in that movie feel even different from the Guardians that we get in Guardians Three. And I will say for the what we get in Guardians Three, something why I liked the movie. Spoiler alert: I liked it. Um is because it felt like regular Guardians, where sure. it wasn't like just like a cameo the, of Guardians. Yeah, or yeah. just like they're just like goofy, mm-hmm. like that, but not in like a, the normal Guardians way. They're just like in like in like their cameos, especially in like Thor: Love and Thunder. They just felt like yeah. caricatures of themselves. Sure. Um, where this is actually we're getting like the fleshed out versions. Yeah, I uh, do think. I think with Gun in control of things, is where you get the the best guardian versions of the guardians because sure. i think when they had to be part of a roster in a much bigger plot they're a little different than when they are just their own thing yeah so it was fun revisiting them just kind of in their own like on their home turf for sure or whatnot so uh, but that was just an interesting fact that I saw because the only other one that's been that much that long was Doctor Strange, and that was like five and a half oh, years okay. between so his sequels. Close, yeah. So, um, yeah, not a lot of. And then the the next longest one will be Inhumans because it will never happen. Never happen. Yeah. Or maybe Eternals. Or I'm sorry, that's what I meant to say. Oh, Eternals, okay. yeah. But also Inhumans as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Spoiler free. Let's see here. You you still got that heat? You still got like the burning passion of this movie? Um, to hate this yeah, movie? Yeah, I would say my spoiler free review of it is that it is my least favorite Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Okay. Um, based off of the yeah, like I think it just proceeds to be one, two, three for me. Hmm. Uh, that's how I would rank them. Um, I have a soft spot for two, um, because that one, for some reason, doesn't seem to get a lot of love, but I revisited it, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, before we saw the film, Mm -hmm. the volume three, and I, I, like, truly, um, just enjoy some of the character development that happens in the second one, and, um, there's some just really special moments, the other thing I'll say is that the other two Guardian films are just very rewatchable, and I don't know how rewatchable Guardians 3 is for me. Fair point. Okay. I don't know how many times I'm going to come back to this one. I feel like... That doesn't... But to each their own, that might yeah. not be a deal breaker for like some, mm-hmm. to be like, I don't need to rewatch it. Um, I don't think that necessarily gives it like X number off of its score, yeah, but... No. Uh, it's a gut feeling. Yeah. I get you. Um, but I feel like a lot of the Phase 4 movies Kinda that we've done. watch Yeah. I just also feel like underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And so this to me was better than those mm-hmm. um, and was kind of a breath of like, okay, this is like more sure. the typical the typical route for Marvel. Um I, I think it's better than two. I'm not I'm not a two fan. Okay, it's okay. Um, I think it, I think it's number two. On we're the, still friends. No, we're that's, still friends. that's good. We're, hopefully, we're at the we're still friends at the end of this podcast. Um, I hope so too. On the scale of how you would go to the bathroom, I think number two is a number two. Wow. Um, <laughs> on the scale from how you go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you should go back and watch it. I think you'd really like it. Uh, I'm good. Um, okay. I th- I think there are some good things in number two. Like no, don't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> No. What, is it, what is this podcast going to be? Huh? No, All right, fine. Fine. no, it's fine. There you no, go. we can move on. We can move on, no, Nick. What were you we can say? Move, no, I like I like what they do with Yondu. Yeah, Yondu. That's yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say, uh, I don't think this spoils much of three, but supporting characters are much better in not 
volume three than they are like Yondu as a character for just the first two movies I feel like is better than the supporting characters that they bring in yeah, volume three. Yeah. You know? I, I don't care about there's kind of like a little subplot and I'm like, cool, it's fun. I'm not saying this is the greatest movie of all time. No, it's fine. And I I just don't just think the it's the second greatest. No. I just think it's <laughs> not the worst, which I think yeah. is where you have been coming from. Mm-hmm. At least in the week ago is what we were talking about. Yeah. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. And I thought it was fun and I had I thought it had some some good heart moments. Mm-hmm. Um, now there are some negativities that I will go yep. into, yep. Um, but I just don't think I rate them as negative as you do. Mm-hmm. I will definitely say this is not a kids movie. Definitely not a kids movie. And there are points where I'm like, I'm kind of freaked out by this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little. Sure. There's a little like body horror esque, yep. and uh, there's some animal things. Some animal um, things. Yep. Some. If you're an animal lover, maybe. Yeah, it's hard because it's like, <clears throat> this is the most love animals have gotten mm-hmm. in the MCU, but it's definitely the most uh, <laughs> evil things to, have <laughs> to, be, be, done to be done to, to animals. animals. So it's just like, if, I mean, like, that's, that's part of the, what's cool about the Guardians is like, there are two characters that are... One's a talking raccoon and one's a talking tree, mm-hmm. and you care about them, right? So th- they have a good, good plot to make you fall in love with these characters, mm-hmm. and I think that's still true <clears throat> in Volume Three. However, there is some sadistic <laughs> dark like, stuff yeah. that happens mm-hmm. with said animals, so it's not for the faint heart. Yeah, and I was not expecting that going into it. Um, I stayed very clean on this movie, which I was very happy about. Good. I knew nothing going in. I knew that it was a Guardians movie. Yeah. I don't even think I saw a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely didn't show a lot of the animal stuff oh, yeah. in the trailer. So, like... I wouldn't imagine. There was just a scene where um, <clears throat> Star-Lord seems to be crying over someone that's, like going through some sort of mm. like medical emergency but Got it doesn't it. even show you which character so like so. there was just speculation all the way yeah. well, well, like, see that's why i don't watch this mm-hmm. stuff anymore because yeah. like then i would be like oh when are we gonna get to the scene where star lord's crying yeah over sure. a surgery table sure so i don't do this anymore man fair enough um but um let's see i think i think i just enjoyed the movie yeah um i uh, yeah, I would go one, three, two for my my rating. I think one, as you said, is the most rewatchable and just fun and enjoyment most, and just mm-hmm. like kind of like shockingly good. Yeah. Um, and I will say this third one is the best looking movie we from Marvel we've seen in a long time. Just visually, visually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it actually looks like they gave money to a uh, a company to <laughs> <laughs> to. And, yeah. like, gave them time and cared about the mm-hmm. graphic artists who work on these things. Yeah. And not and yeah. maybe gave them a more relaxed time schedule just based off, of like, some of the other projects and kind of the uproar of mm-hmm. of graphic and well, designers who are not there's getting a, a lot, lot of... This is... There's, like, weird stats on this, but this is the most... This broke the record for most people in prosthetics in a single production. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of practical. Yeah. But I think they also, this might have broken the record for literally most, most visual effects too hmm. or something. Like there was a Weird. lot of stuff going on. Um, so I think this was just literally James Gunn's like, I have a blank check and this is my last one and no one's telling me how I'm going to end it besides mm-hmm. me. So let's just go. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I agree that he goes. And I think there's moments where something unique kind of happens where it could have been a generic random like faceless army of like gray sure enemies and they do some kind of fun stuff with it did i enjoy it oh, it's kind of creepy and a little weird um in certain aspects and like a little ugh. but yeah and i mean i, I, I yeah. respect the swings mm-hmm. and i i think there is sure. some good heart to the movie yeah that for me carries it 
to, I'm going to give a score a 7.5. Very nice. Um, I think it's better than Thor, Love, and Thunder and Doctor Strange. Very good. Okay. Uh, I'm sitting closer to like a 5 okay. for me. It's higher than I thought. Um, yeah, it's about a 5 out of 10 for me. Uh, yeah, there are... Phase four, I agree, doesn't have the most rewatchables, but when I'm looking back on the ones that I've really enjoyed, this is this is definitely in the bottom half of phase four for me. Okay, what is what would be top half? Um, Spider Man, No Way Home, sure, Wakanda Forever, definitely, Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. I think I actually would put Doctor Strange above this. Okay. I th- would put Black Widow above this. You're insane. Well, I I mean, if you go back and listen to that episode, I'm pretty sure I rated it. I know. You, you, said it, was like one, you <laughs> said it was like one of the greatest Marvel um, movies of all time. Well, yeah, but... We did eat Chick-fil-A during that movie. I did, I did back up a little bit from, like, my hype of that movie. But no, I mean, I thought... Yeah, I think... You stand by it. Yeah, I still stand by, like, the quality of that film. Um... <clears throat> The Nirvana song at the beginning? Are you kidding me? Um, the one that we couldn't name? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Um, I th- think I'd put Thor Love and Thunder under this. Okay. Uh, I think I'd probably put Eternals under this. I don't remember what else came out. Is that it? For like movie-wise? Yeah. That's probably it. Um, <clears throat> so anyway... Uh, and the part that I'm kind of bummed out about is that like for you, this kind of feels like, oh man, I kind of am running out of patience. This is kind of my like last ditch effort and it kind of sparked a little bit of hope in you. Yes. And for me, I feel like I've been holding that line for like four years of like, guys, like it's never going to get better than it was. Let's just try to enjoy mediocrity while they figure it out figure out what's going on and for me this was kind of like i'm starting to to like sigh my last like breath no like i'm not gonna stop breaking yeah i'm starting to break so shock that's what's so shocking that's what's so initially so shocking to me is like this is the movie that broke you right to go through so much (laughs) junk right i'm just like of like Movies that I still enjoy to a to a certain no, aspect. No, I and I and I totally hear what you're saying. Like I think the straw that broke the camel's back could have happened three or four movies ago. Yeah. And so why didn't it? And I think because it was Guardians. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's because this was peak Marvel at one point mm-hmm. and now post like <clears throat> peak marvel i thought that this would be a very reliable like group to come back to and it just it felt i don't know like there were parts that were like predictable predictable to me of like emotional manipulation again Mm -hmm. where i was like oh yes the formula of making us fall in love with a funny creature that marvel does this all the time and then it just like it just felt like I started to see the playbook like act out in front of me again. Sure. And I was like, oh no. At least when it was like different, like when we when we um cheered on like Eternals and Black Widow, because we we're like you didn't we don't know where this is going to go. It might not even have any consequences. At least you you went for mm-hmm. it. This to me felt like I just don't know, like, what, like what's even going to happen at the end of this. We'll get into it with spoilers, but I just am like, I just felt like this could have been a much more satisfying film. I think that's also probably where we differ. Is like, I feel like I, not to get into anything spoiler, but I feel like the way this goes, I'm fine with where it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with where we're ending at. Um, I'm not like, I'm not looking at this as the, what does it look like as the future of the Marvel Mm-hmm. franchise i'm looking sure. at this as like a trilogy of movies sure 
um, and I'm seeing it outside of even the phase because this feels like so separate from even yeah. what phase four and five are even trying to do. And just because like this felt like it actually had a vision and an endpoint, whereas like everything else is just kind of like starting off and we just like they're just throwing stuff at a sure. wall and and maybe something will stick and maybe like we'll get some characters from that this phase sense. four. Yeah, yeah. But this was like, here's a story. Mm-hmm. And here's something that we're ending and completing and, you know, trying to carry on some things from it. But, like, yeah. it felt like an actual conclusion mm-hmm. or an actual, like, drawn-out plan as opposed to, what about what about Kit Harrington's in this movie and sure. he has a sword, but then also, yeah, like, yeah. the Eternals are here and then, like, Shang-Chi has a bunch yeah. of rings and then he's going to talk to Wong. That's fair. Who's going to talk yeah. to Ms. Marvel it. and who's going to talk to blah, blah, blah. And it's like... You're you didn't just, have you're to just deal with the interconnectedness. Trying. Yeah, you yeah. didn't have to, like, you didn't have to, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting into, like, I just don't, I just almost don't care anymore. Yeah. I, and I feel like this gave me, a, like, oh, I like these characters. Yeah. I care. I care about this movie, but I don't, I'm, I am burning out. I'm burning out fast. And this gave me, like, a, oh, maybe I should go back and watch, and finish uh, Miss Marvel, because that's the only thing I haven't finished Mm -hmm. or like i am and if if they're talking about slowing down the train a little bit i would enjoy watching whatever shows come out instead of eighteen thousand hours of yeah content yeah i guess like i'm i'm saddened because i thought i could hold the line a little longer Mm -hmm. i thought i was going to be much more like hey let's just get through this phase but it's like we're already in phase five and it's kind of like Oh no! And then all of this Jonathan Major stuff that's going mm-hmm. on, where they're like, maybe there's just like not gonna be King the Conqueror, or yeah. there is, but he's gonna be like recasted. It's just like, oh no! Like the pandemic did a number on Marvel and Disney as a whole. Um, they, it caused them to make movies that feel a little off because right. the how they had to produce them, mm-hmm. and now we're finally getting like full fledged movies again, and it's like, is it? too little too late kind mm-hmm. of a thing like i don't know where we're at but like but, i feel like i feel like i'm kylo ren and i'm looking at disney and i'm like i know what i have to do but i don't know if i have the strength to do it so <laughs> what are you gonna do kill the past <laughs> no, like i'm just Bury like if you have to i'm like i want to keep going but yeah. like i don't i don't know if i can keep taking like sixes <laughs> like come yeah. on like give me Give me a, like, there, I get it, like, Spider-Man, yes, amazing, I think all the rest are, like, strong, mm-hmm. or, like, the, the top ones are, like, strong, but, like, they're not, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna go back and watch Wakanda Forever, like, I got what it needed, I'm glad that it did it, it was a sequel, it, it had insurmountable, um, ways to actually be a good movie, and it was, but, like, the beauty the beautiful thing about that building to the infinity like war in endgame was that all of those movies felt in the two year or the, in the year that i have to wait for the next two movies to come out i can go back and watch six or seven movies all over again cuz these are just fun movies to mm. watch and now they are like a chore to watch yes i totally agree and so like i need movies to not be a chore anymore mm mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I would I would take all everything that's happened since Endgame. I would take the No Way Home. Was that the right one? Yeah, the third one. And Wakanda Forever. I would take those two movies out and just say these are just kind of separate because mm-hmm. I think those are both great movies. Yeah, um, those are like like stellar. I love these movies mm-hmm. um, for for different reasons. And the rest of them before Guardians, I would just be like, ah, yeah. I just feel like, it's just like it's just a sigh. Whenever like, what do you mm-hmm. think? I'm like, uh, yeah. There's like good and bad, and I feel like Guardians was. I do have some negatives about it, but it's it's a one that I can confidently say I enjoyed. Yeah. Where I still like have conflicting feelings about mm-hmm. every other Marvel movie. Yeah. From mm-hmm. post Endgame. Yeah. It's you know. Yeah. Um. So for me, that's where I'm coming from. Guardians and saying like, no, I did <clears throat> enjoy it. I did. I I did like what was yeah. happening. Um, That's good. And I felt like characters were what they were supposed to be yeah. instead of, I don't know. 
I'm well, hey, let's up, let's up, teasing yeah. the listeners. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about how the okay. good was good. The good was good, and then I'll just come in. Please, no, I'm just kidding. Do it. Do your avatar I, two on this. I. So, have you warmed up back up to this movie, or no? Like I, I there, there was just there was just some stuff in this one that really bothered me. And like I just couldn't get over because of just okay. Um, well, we are in free spoilers now, so yeah. Would you like me to start negative and then we go positive? Sure. Okay. Um, we've been teased that Adam Warlock would be introduced mm-hmm. into the MCU for about six years because it was teased at the mm-hmm. end of Volume Two. Um, I get that Adam Warlock. There's kind of some interesting, like, biblical references that are kind of throughout this movie. But, like, I get that Adam is, like, a child with the body of, like, an adult. But he has all these, like, really cool powers. <clears throat> I feel like for the tease that we got, for knowing that he was going to... He's always been kind of a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy lore. I just felt like he was criminally underused in this movie. Um... I feel like one thing Guardians does really well is that it can have a huge cast and it not drop the ball mm-hmm. on certain characters. Like Yondu, Yondu dying in Volume 2 actually being a sad death speaks volumes that to like true. he's not even a main character of the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they figured out a way to make him lovable. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, kind of an awful guy, mm-hmm. like, most of the time. So it was just... I was very surprised how much I didn't care for Adam Warlock by the end of this movie. That's fair. Like, I just... I, I didn't understand, like, why are you in this movie? Like, James Gunn's clear. Like, I'm going to make you love a, a tree and a raccoon and a guy called Drax the Destroyer who's really just like a good person but mm-hmm. like he can just kill people. <clears throat> so I'm just like, surely Adam Warlock he's got it on the lockdown. Am I right? <laughs> he I I don't feel like he did. I will I don't think he's criminally underused. I think he is underused. I'll say his opening scene is pretty cool. Very much enjoyed that. Good like intro. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, and he's mm-hmm. coming in and he fights the guard. It's very cool. Um, but then it did feel like he was kind of, oh, we need something strong for the plot. And he yeah. just kind of shows up at random moments of like, yeah. oh, this guy's still here. And then they fight yes. him for a while. And mm-hmm. then he becomes like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And maybe he'll have some cool stuff in the future. But I just, yeah, for being introduced, I was a little... Yeah, I, I will was a say off guard how much I, I did didn't enjoy the villain in this. Yeah, and I, the whatever the high evolutionary that guy. Um, yeah, he's so good that you forget his name. But anyway, continue. Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but like, I did feel like you know it's been a week. Adam been... could have been more of a presence. Oh, I agree. In the movie, and I, that's what you think. You know, going into it, like I don't know if I needed the high evolutionary. But I think mm. it was important for what they were trying to do with Rocket. Yeah, so that, yeah, High Evolutionary is kind of weird where I'm like, probably the best villain of the three. Yeah, I yes, for sure. But at the same time, it just kind of felt like he had all these tools at his disposal, but like never knew which one to use. But they were all faulty because they weren't perfect. But that was like the whole point. The point yeah. But then like, so <clears throat> it was just kind of... So it, I don't think it was very clearly written how like the high evolutionary works sometimes because it was oh yeah there's some really cool parts where he's like he's tinkering and figuring out how <clears throat> to make all of the the beasts like evolve in in the right way and whatnot but then it's like he built this race of gold people. And Adam is, like, their warlock. Like, he he designed him to be this, like, powerful thing, but he's still chasing after, like, the perfect being. But it also doesn't... Like, <clears throat> what is the flaw of the gold people? Like, there's just all these, like, weird... Is it because they're, like, idiotic at their core or, mm-hmm. like, whatever? Like, it's just... I, f- I felt like 
some of the stuff they were tackling with the High Evolutionary was good. And I very much liked the acting portrayal of High Evolutionary. But I felt like there were things that kind of undermined the ultimate plot of what the villain was trying to do. Because it felt like, I don't know why you're doing what you're doing. What do you mean? Like... I thought the whole, I, for me, the whole point was he was trying to make this perfect thing, but he never could. But yeah. then he made something that could outsmart him in Rocket, mm-hmm. or that could think for itself in Rocket, mm-hmm. and he's obsessed with it. But he makes all these faulty things. Yeah, like I get, I, I get the chase. Like I get the chase of trying to be perfect. I don't get why. <clears throat> He's doing the classic, like, so I'm going to have all of my uh, not perfect beings do it for me. What? So he would, what? You think he should do it himself or what? Yeah, it seemed like he was very capable of, like, being able to do things on his own Mm. when he needed to. But then he, like, he kept sending the things that he would just yell at for not being perfect to do it for him. I don't know. Like, Some kind know. of ego boost thing. Sure. Well, it's like, yeah. I, I, I created these things because he, he has so many other things going on probably. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to blah, 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 make a yeah. new earth. So I'm sure, sure it was some kind of like ego maniac. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm up here in my tower. Why would I de- debase myself and sure. go and no, that makes sense. Do, a, guess, yeah. do something that I my created beings could do? Mm-hmm. No, I get that. Um, and he's crazy enough that, that, that checks out. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that I was really surprised by as a creative choice was that, uh, Star Lord isn't seen wearing his like space mask or his space boots, jet boots, mm-hmm. um, throughout the entirety of the film. And at one point it actually hinders him, um, from making it to the ship where he almost dies like in space. Mm -hmm. And that to me was just like a really hard scene to watch because I was like, wait, like this was like the opening scene of guardians of the galaxy was like him boosting away. Like I'm the legendary outlaw star Lord who can like do all these really cool things. And so I was surprised that James Gunn of all people wrote a story where like, Star Lord doesn't even get to have his like costume or mm. like parts that like I just it was it was like Captain America like but the whole time he doesn't have like a shield mm-hmm. or some sort of weapon and even in Infinity War they give him some sort of shield or a weapon like he ha- he can't not just fight like yeah. so I just was su- I was surprised that they they went that route I know they were trying to do the whole like who's going to die even though no yeah. one's going to die I, I know they were trying to create drama, but, like, that scene was actually, like, really hard for me to watch because when he's out in space and he's, like, dying like Yondu, I'm like, you guys have so much technology and this is the one guy who has, like, space boots. Why are, why is this happening? It kind of reminded me of Avatar when it was like, why are we not using the big dragon again? It's like, don't we have the dragon? Oh, classic big dragon. Yeah. Why why aren't we using the dragon thing? Wouldn't that have been helpful, like, in space? And it's like, why is he... Not that j- level, but... yeah. I, I agree that it is kind of weird that he's not using his boots in his yeah. thing. But I feel like, one, I, I think it would be better if you had, like, a scene where they break or something. Sure. And that's the reason why. Because it did feel like that build Maybe up that of, like, yeah. I'm going to go and do this, so you guys stay, you guys go, and then he jumps off. It felt like that just felt like tension to yeah. ramp up, like, oh, Star Wars going to die. But Star Wars not going to die like that. It yeah. felt like a, a silly way to die. Um for me, it would have been great to, yeah, set it up and set it up in the yeah. way where, you know, your your boots break and, you know, sure. stuff, stuff, your gear breaks. And so the, you, the audience sees a reason why he can't mm-hmm. do it, but he's still jumping up yeah. anyways. But then I would have Gamora save him because it's a reflection of the first movie. Boom. Not Adam. Because yeah. then it's like, oh, Adam is a part of the team. And then you can have the yeah. moment where he's like yeah, doing and the like, David painting. While that was or like whatever it is, a funny. Michelangelo. Yeah. And maybe that's like, maybe Gunn getting to do a Suicide Squad movie between Guardians films kind of made <clears throat> made him like try to push some of those things more. So like, some of the funny 
beats like didn't make sense to me. Like I thought Star Lord was like dead. And then there's this weird part where like Adam Warlock is just like floating to mm-hmm. touch his finger. And I'm just like in context, why? What the hell are you doing? Sure. Like like you clearly can fly super fast. Mm-hmm. We, we just saw you beat the shit out of Rocket like mm-hmm. flying at the speed of like a spaceship. And you're just like like what mm. what are we doing? Like that there's just those little things where it's like I get it gun, you're just a crazy madman, but this was almost like too much gun. Mhm. It was like we need we need like Marvel people to come in and be like, "Hey, we actually need you to like Okay, so that's fun. That's funny to me this. for you to for you yeah. to say that when we have too much Taika Waititi mm-hmm. in 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 Thor: Love and Thunder and too much what what's the guy Sam? What's the what's the um the Spider Man guy the the uh, Doctor Strange now? Oh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Yeah. See, you didn't. You yeah. You couldn't. You, what well, you know me? Well, those two <laughs> were still heavily like set up. Yeah, but to no, do it, Marvel things. Sure, but it still felt like that was too much of each character each director's yeah. vision yeah but this one is like oh this is where i draw the line it just feels like this is this feels like the arbitrary i'm not saying i'm not hypocritical in that i shouldn't have been upset at those things but this is just when it's happening for you yeah, you know? yeah. so like okay so thor as a whole let's say his four movie whatever saga one of them is good yeah don't care. Like, don't care that four kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. All of Thor movies have sucked, except for one that was awesome, and that's because he's, like, half the main character of his own movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Um, What was the other one? Doctor Strange. Oh, that's a tricky one. Uh, <laughs> okay, Doctor Strange is both. Yeah, they're both good. But, um, but like, Thor, like... They they still had to like do setup for whatever. Like I just felt like Marvel still very much had like a hey we got to get X to here and mm-hmm. whatever because this this tr- truly could be the end of the Guardians. Like yeah, except I think Star Lord said to return. He will the legendary Star Lord will return. Cool. Whatever. Hopefully he's got awesome. his mask and boots. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> X max and boots. Um, no, but this but I'm not I'm not saying like what you're saying is wrong. I th- I think I'm taking the the worst example the worst example to use for this type of argument. Mm-hmm. Like what you said. Like I think Sam Raimi's is like very Sam Raimi and I think Taika Waititi's is very Taika Waititi and James Gunn for the most part, that's actually like been a positive thing to say that this mm-hmm. is the most James Gunn thing ever. But I don't, I don't think this is the most James yeah. Gunn thing ever. I think this the Suicide Squad is more James Gunn than this movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I was just surprised that there was like little parts like that that were happening where I'm like, I don't get what the point of that was. Like, yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't even know why. Why do you make the reference to the Sistine Chapel, like the fingers? Yeah, there's of, just like, like this. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Like, have Adam? No, yeah. Do the finger like, like, where maybe, it's, like and maybe that's painting. where I'm like, he, he, like, truly had no where for this to have to go, so I can just do whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And so maybe it was like, too much of a good thing is not a good thing or something. No, but like, I think he did have a place where it needed to go. He needed mm-hmm. to set up a potential new Guardians team sure. to continue with people that didn't want to be part of the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy anymore. Yeah. And maybe have them in more minor roles, but yeah. then you still have your Groot and Rocket mm-hmm. and your new team with Adam and um, yeah. his James Gunn's cousin. Um, um, but, yeah, but, that's true. The The only other thing I would say that was negative for me was just morality and it it didn't quite line up for me I think the way that the story was trying to portray but it was like we're the guardians of the galaxy that means we protect people mm-hmm. and then it's like but we're also the guardians of the galaxy which means we kill everyone but we're the guardians of the galaxy which means we don't kill everyone mm-hmm. and I get that that was supposed to show Rocket's development as like, hey, now I'm the leader. I'm the one who doesn't want to kill everybody because mm-hmm. I didn't kill the one guy that I totally could have killed. Yeah. I get it. 
but that was really hard because five minutes before that, Star-Lord We're says, killing hey, Groot, kill everyone with yeah. all of the guns, and then they kill everyone with all of the guns. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... That's all... Yeah. Okay, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I just... It's not like they're the... And I get it, they're the Guardians. It doesn't matter. They are kind of the Suicide Squad that most families can watch, mm-hmm. except for this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I just think there's just, like, little inconsistencies. So it's just, like, hard for me to, like, well, I, I after think, a while... I just think they live in this moral gray area because they are like, sure. hey, we're just trying to get our job done. Like, we're trying mm-hmm. to save our friend. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I also agree, like, Rocket not killing him just feels like, oh, but you killed literally everyone else on the ship. But this guy can live because he's the main villain and we... Yeah. But yeah. Then at the end, when he's when they're getting attacked by these animals, like Rocket's... Oh, someone asked Rocket, yeah. like, oh, do you feel bad? It's like, no, we got to protect these people. And so it's like, it just happens to be like, it is this gray area of we're just, we're just looking after sure. our people. Yeah. And it's whoever our people happen to be yeah. at that time. Yeah. No, that's fine. I just think it's going to be hard to consistently, like, continue to tell stories like that when it's like, okay, but it's like, this guy, like, you went, f- and maybe that's what they were trying to do with the story was, like, they went full, like, this guy is bad, 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 and, mm-hmm. like, did some awful things to Rocket. Rocket is super justified in, like, going after this guy. But he didn't. Whoa, character change. Mm. Got him. Mm-hmm. It was just hard for me because it's like, why didn't the whole team feel that way? Because like, in some ways, they're like, we are the guardians. We mm-hmm. protect. We got this new sanctuary. This is what we do. So why don't why not just make all of our guns like not kill but like subdue people mm-hmm. or something or just something like that where like Groot could still go off and pop off, but he like he just subdued everyone. But Groot is also a brute at times and like will like stab a branch through like 80 guys right. and, then just and, kill like, and then like, turn around and smile and be like oh what's going on yeah um, and so, I think it was also weird to kind of make it seem like Star-Lord and Rocket were like best of buds when really like it's always been Rocket and Groot so yeah but like to... the whole team is yeah yeah so those are those are my negatives now I'm ready to talk positives okay because I've got lots but you go ahead oh well let's see if I, I have some negatives um I thought I just thought like I, it took me a while to really get into like the whole body horror of it all. Sure, like it did creep me out, and like the different animal robo- Teeth, robot floor. Yeah, Lila. Well, yeah, that that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it teeths? Teeths. Teeths. Like because they are te- teeth. Te- it's like T E E. Oh, teeths. Because they're saying like, it like kids. Okay, I thought it was teeth. Teeth. Yeah. T E E. He was saying teeths, but the way it comes off is teeths. Okay. And so Rocket kept saying teeths. Grace and I had a different opinion, and I was right. If Uh, you watch the subtitles, it says teeths. T E F S. Oh, how did you get the subtitles? Huh? Subtitles? Oh, just like from like TikTok or something. Oh, when somebody like does the. Got it. Um, Obviously, knew they were all going to die. But I, I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like it's a Rogue One situation, and, I, and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it when these animals that I thought were completely horrifying to begin with, I, I, I love now, and I'm just sad. Um, but I liked, I liked that. But negative wise, it was just so like, sc- almost scarring to yeah. see some, some of these things, which I get, but like also was just like uncomfortable, and like yeah, the living organism planet thing, which I, I was like commenting earlier about they could have just gone to that planet and it'd been like a gray cube with some gray soldiers and sure. whatever. And it could have been super boring, but that was memorable sure. and different mm-hmm. um, to where I respect it. Yeah. Um, but, and that's the whole thing with like the animal things. It's like, that's memorable and different and I respect it. Um, but once I got into the system, I was like, okay, I get it now. Like this is just kind of the feel. Um, but it was pretty creepy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This this to me made it seem like, oh yes, you can now push the envelope because of Suicide Squad. Sure. Like I feel like if if That's if this fair. was done the way it was supposed to be done, it was gonna be like one, two, three. Maybe still does Suicide Squad. Maybe he never would have done it. It almost felt like we let something out of the cage, mm. and then he like couldn't put it all the way back in because mm-hmm. this felt a little. 
a little more out there, and that's saying a lot for Guardian. Like, this was very, like... Pretty out there. Yeah. And, like, all of the people of Counter-Earth were basically yeah. the the possum guy from Suicide Squad. Sure. Like, they went full-blown just, like... Yeah. Prosthetic craziness. Yeah. Which, I mean, not that they've never done that before, like, the aliens and whatnot, but, like, I, th- I think... I th- I think when they like fired him and he got to just do like R rated do whatever you want, I think it's hard to put all of that back in the bag. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's a good point. And we got our first F word in the MCU. Yeah. That was a little shocking for me. That was pretty oh, wild. But it was fun. It was really funny. Just <laughs> open the door. Yeah. I was like waiting, I was like, where is it going to be? Oh, did you the... know it was gonna happen? Yeah, I did know that there was going to be an F word nice. somewhere. But that's funny. No, I, I. That's a positive. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, cussing caught. Uh, <laughs> um, negative wise, um, I don't know. I think that's kind of it. No. I think positive wise, like I enjoyed the team again. I enjoyed mm-hmm. having them around. I enjoy. I enjoyed the relationship between Gamora and um, Star Lord, and that they don't yeah. end up together at that's the cool. end, yep. and that like they are these different people. Um, but they still care about each other. But Gamora like doesn't like fall back in love with Star Lord. Yeah, because it does. It would just feel like what's just feel like nothing really happened. Or like yeah. at the end, it feels like these characters have come to different places, and they without dying, they feel like they have kind of written sure end storylines. Yeah. Star Lord's back at Earth. Gamora's with the ravengers drax is like taking care of he's not drax the destroy he's drax the dad nice. i don't know i don't know how you can hate this movie when you're a father and uh there's another father in the movie yeah you're insane um but i feel like they come to conclusions without the character death though i didn't want to see someone die you know there are a lot of fake outs i didn't really appreciate that too much mm-hmm. but um yeah they've got a little bit of plot armor on yeah, um, I I really enjoyed Nebula in this movie. Same. I thought she, her arc has been one of the more interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'll ever recover from the line that Gamora says to Star Lord at the end, which is, "I bet we were fun," and he goes, "You have no idea," mm-hmm. and then just walks away. That in and of itself was like probably my favorite scene of the movie wow because you have star lord finally accepting i can't run anymore mm-hmm. um and i need to face a life where like i might not get what i want mm-hmm. but i might need to go find like what i need sort of a thing yeah um and you have her accepting that like that's got to be hard, you know, like that's got to be hard knowing that you were somebody's love, mm-hmm. but you're not that person, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I, I really enjoyed that part, um, for sure. Um, Drax being a dad, I mean like, yeah, I guess that's how he started. Like that's what made him the destroyer yeah. was like his lack he of lost his, yeah, yeah. Like he, he lost the ability to be a dad. So it turned him into the destroyer. Jupe, jupe, am I, right? I just don't think like <laughs> I don't know. Like there was just how we got there. Just like it felt like we knew he was a dad at one point in the first movie. Mm. And now he's just all of a sudden, I guess, a dad in the third movie. Like we're just kind of like Okay. There really weren't beats throughout part two or the end of one or even parts of three. Yeah, what do you like, do with Drax, you know? Sure. I just don't think that I don't think the argument should be what should we do with Drax. That's a satisfying ending. Like it, it can be both. Mm. Like I don't know what we do with him, but I don't think that that was like the ending we wanted. The, like I don't think not knowing what to do and at least they ended it for him makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like he literally didn't change. Mm-hmm. Nothing about him changed for the entirety of the trilogy. That's just kind of hard, mm-hmm. you know, when everyone else did. Like Group physically changed. Rocket finally like went from being like I'm pushing everyone away to like never mind I can finally be the leader. You know, mm-hmm. so just stuff like that. Everything with Rocket, great, cool, glad we can agree. Super on that. positive. Yeah, 
like so so glad. I like hearing Bradley Cooper as a like five year old kid somehow. Yeah, that's that's funny. weird, and it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'll never get over Teefs. Like yeah. that he says Teefs. he says it like that when he's when he first comes up with his name as Rocket. Great scene. Yeah, wonderful. He's like we're gonna fly into the new sky or whatever, as and I'm Rocket, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, this is heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and super sad. Uh, I like that he kind of has this like Tony Stark level like I just know shit mm-hmm. and I can put things together and then eventually just like makes the key card and stuff like I I love learning about Rocket Raccoon so I'm like I'm glad that that was what we got to go out on I mm-hmm. suppose yeah know? I agree I thought everything with Rocket was awesome I love the whole like gravity boots thing and that ultimately led to him like and then yeah, he jumps off and says, I'm Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the, there's the whole, like, oh, every team member gets a little punch at the end. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you think of the little hallway scene? Um, everyone, everyone gets the, the, the 15 seconds of where I'm cool and I can punch something good. Yeah, I think the only reason the big – I mean, it looked great. You were right. Visually – probably one of the best we've had um i think it was because it was like the fourth slow motion scene Mm. that we had had i just kind of was like oh no i've been swindled and tricked or whatever and i was like mad at myself for watching them because like it was the beastie boys uh don't sleep till brooklyn (laughs) and they just like they're all Mm. literally in the middle of a conversation and then the song comes on and then they stop having the conversation and they just turn around and start walking in slow motion. It's like, yeah, but that happens every movie, man. Yeah. Like, and that's, is that a problem? I don't know. I don't know. I just think like, I don't, at one one point, like Gamora even like looks over at them and just like, oh, eye rolls and then starts walking in slow motion. I'm just like, I know it's, there was just something about it where I'm like, Did I cause this to happen? You, Nick Kruzic, caused this to happen? Like, was was I so enthralled when the first slow motion walk scene mm. was, like, so well received that they're like, let's give them what they want, mm. watch this. And then I got it again, I'm like, oh no, I didn't mean, like, every movie has to be like this now. And they're mm. like, no, every movie's gonna be like this. Like, I feel like as being, I feel a, like I was, being a finale to a yeah, to the trilogy and being sure. like, oh, here's the Guardians. Yeah. Don't you love the I Guardians? just had like an existential crisis during that scene. I was like really scared wow. that I like caused. You did this. Wow. I was like, oh no, did I like just okay movies and by liking them made the MCU <laughs> this way? <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I had to dial it back. Wow. I had a really intrusive thought during wow, that. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah. I think before, too, you talked about how Gamora's character mm-hmm. didn't feel correct in this movie. I think before. I, I don't want to put words into your uh, mouth. But you said, not like, that Gam- she didn't feel correct. It's that I don't think they did a great job of making her all of a sudden care makes sense. Right. Because she was like, I don't care about your team. I'll help out with this thing. I don't care about any of you. Get me off the ship. And then two minutes later, she's like, but I guess I got to save Rocket. And you know what? F it. I'm Guardians of the Galaxy, baby. And it's like, wait, what happened? (laughs) Yeah, but like, I think there's this cold exterior that she's always had. And she had it in the first movie. And she started with the cold exterior in the end of the first movie, and then she yeah. ends with the warm, like, oh, I, I care. That's mm-hmm. exactly, you know, how it happens in this movie in a similar way. Of She starts with the cold exterior, and she warms up to it. So that's in her character to be more warm to these people. Yeah. It's so like that's inside of her already. Sure. I just think, like, the scene before she, like, cares about Rocket, if I'm not mistaken... She is in an argument with Star Lord that almost ends with her, and she's like super strong. By the way, like we've seen in the previous films, like she can lift like guns off of ships. Like she mm-hmm. has super strength. She almost punches Star Lord for like wanting her to like love him, mm-hmm. and Nebula has to like stop him. If she would have like pulled off that punch, he might have like died. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like. 
I felt like there wasn't enough there for it to be like, she was like, I'm being held prisoner to, never mind, I forgot, family. It's like, whew, yeah, but that's family. a jump, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was a jump. Like, that was, mm-hmm. she almost physically assaulted the guy who's like, I just really wish you would love me to wait. I guess we got to save the world, which means I have to save this raccoon. Like, it just, I didn't think she needed to be that one. Like, I just fill in Nebula and then have Gamora be like a rogue agent that they had to like, get one more time so that she's like, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you are the good guys. It just didn't like quite click click. Okay. But we have all this context with Gamora, but Gamora doesn't. So it doesn't make sense that she would just all of a sudden become our Gamora at the end. Sure. So that's, that's why I was like, yeah, oh but she's man. not our Gamora at the end. Right. No, but I'm saying like, she's still the Gamora that eventually becomes soft to this group. And like, yeah, but not entirely. Re- I, w- yeah. I would say not entirely soft. Yeah. That's why she doesn't stay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. She's, she's soft enough to be like, if a robot pig is coming to kill a raccoon that you have at least spent some time with, you'd probably defend it and get it to safety. So that's and, a and, sentence. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sentence. Yeah. Tell me, tell <laughs> I'm me. I need to think through that a little bit. <laughs> tell me that doesn't happen to you every Tuesday. <laughs> You know, like if something no, if you. something is attacking you, or so, or like you know something mm-hmm. that you at least care about in the yeah. sense of you spent some time with it, you would defend them and mm-hmm. protect them and 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 try and sure. get them to safety. Yeah. I think that that's all she's really trying to do. She's like, I think she gets caught up in it more than anything, mm-hmm. and not like, oh, I have the moral right to that makes sense. I see defend this homeland. It's just like yeah. she's she got caught up in it, and she's trying to also not die. That makes sense. I'll take your word for it. Thank you. <laughs> You're fine. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I hope, I hope these days are behind us and the MCU will be like super fun to, to chat about. Yeah. I, I hope so too. What's next on the list? The Marvels. Oh, well. So, maybe one day. (laughs) We'll see. Maybe it's good. I don't know. Switching powers kind of seems cool. Yeah. yeah. You saw the trailer, obviously, right? Because you went to Guardians. Yeah, I did. I tried to blank out as much as I could. We'll see. I don't even know. What's the next show? Do you know? When does that come out? Uh, Secret Invasion, I think, is first. That's coming out soonish. I think yeah. it's like June. <sighs> that could be good. That could be good. Anytime there's just like grounded things, even sure. with aliens, Disney's pretty good. Pretty at good it. at it, yeah. So <sighs> I don't know, man. Maybe we're I hate to say it, but maybe we are like to the point where we like are just kinda let's go see a movie and if it happens to be a Marvel one, cool, but if 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 there's one out and there's another one that seems cool that's not Marvel, then we go to that one instead. It's okay. Yeah, I think uh, there's yeah there's gonna have to be a breaking point where we choose something else instead of a Marvel movie. Yeah, that might be soon. I I know what I have to do. I just don't know if I have the strength to do it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are starting to get to that point. I think a lot of people really were there a lot sooner than I was, and I was very surprised. I was like, wow. Two movies after Endgame, and you guys are already like losing mm-hmm. your shit. This is wild. Mm-hmm. Stay with me. And I kept saying that. And then I watched this movie, and I was like, not that this was like the worst one I've ever seen, but, yeah, but the, I'm just the like, stack oh of no, else. oh no. You see it now. Yeah. yeah. And to know that like most of these characters could be gone, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Wait, who's left? <laughs> like, right. what? What is? What is the MCU after? Sure this phase sure like Who what knows? is it you know? i don't know but kit, Ter- kit harrington has a sword yeah and blade maybe yeah. could be good yeah i don't know not his not kit harrington's blade but blade the blade vampire blade man yeah blade i think when there was a lack of content to get just an iron man movie and just a captain right. america movie would be like we haven't had anything like this before but now it's like every other month we have something yeah and even so, with the slowdown 
And so it's just it's like, like, oh no, can a new person come in? I don't think like a blade can just come in to the MCU and everyone's like, Fine, we're back. Like, yeah. We're back. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe something will be just that good that you're like, because maybe that's what they need is they just need an Iron Man star child. Yeah. That's just like, and look, circle around. Everything else kind of sucks, but this was just so good that we can just... Once they get that hit, they're going to be like, okay, yeah. now you circle around. Which, Guardians, I think, at first was never sold to be that hit. But mm-hmm. when it came out, I was like, holy cow, I give a crap about all these characters. Mm-hmm. This is actually really well done. It was such a breath of fresh air. So I think I was just kind of bummed when it like kind of, I don't know. I guess that part's over now, so... Time. Part of the journey is the end. That's right. Just like this podcast. Yeah. Part of the journey is ending it right now because you've just listened to the episode of Nash United. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's over. No, you've probably listened to many. I don't know. Usually you do this part. So yeah. here we are. Maybe they listen to a couple podcasts about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But now they've heard from us. Yeah. Nas United. Boom, you This did it. episode is now over. <laughs> Good night. Bye. You've just listened to Not Us United. You can find us under Not Us United on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Please leave us a review and consider subscribing to our podcast. You can reach out for future podcast topic suggestions at notusunitedpod at gmail.com.